Welcome to Bunta Vista, and welcome to episode 67, All Good Podcasts Go to Heaven. <laughs> oh boy, are we dead? Uh, sure. I'm Andrew. I'm here with my dear sweet friends, Lucy. Hi. Hello, Lucy. Uh, and of course, Benjamin. Hey, I'm, I'm real glad you went for the plural there. Uh, friends. On friends, I was like, oh... Oh, it's just hi. like my, my friend Lucy and also Ben is here. My dear sweet friend Lucy and this fuckwit. This this real piece of shit over this here. This walking turd over here. <laughs> oh, how are we, folks? Good. Yeah. Excellent. Sure. Good. Whoa. Great. Fantastic. Like, like that high energy, Lucy. Yeah. It's good stuff. Pumped as hell. You sound like a woman in love. You sound like you're positively glowing. Oh, thank you so much. Thank well, you. Excellent stuff. Now, uh, we just did, uh, I, I would say, half of an off-mic can check. Mm. Mm. So, I was thinking um, I was thinking this week, maybe let's go in a different direction. Let's do a new segment called, What Are You Wearing? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Oh, have you got the, the theme song queued up? I don't. <laughs> don't have a song. <laughs> don't have anything. Uh, I'll go first. I'm wearing my traditional podcasting tracksuit pants. Ah. Do you really have podcasting tracksuit pants? Oh, they're not specific. I believe that he has tracksuit pants. <laughs> I do. Put them on when I get home. I like to be comfy. Spend all day in a goddamn office. My button-up shirt tucked in like a fucking poindexter. Oh, I'm so sorry, man, that that's your life. I mean, you look good in it. Like, a lot of people look like fucking dweebs, but you dress yourself in a manner that is both professional and also very stylish and i respect oh, well, that thank you thank mm. you very much but I uh i think i've learned my lesson over the years you've got to um you gotta fake it till you make it you gotta you're dressed like a big boy and they give you the big boy bucks uh but then i come home and i put on my sloppy shit mm. and i have a bunch of beers then i get on the horn with you guys mm. so what about <laughs> you ben ben what are you wearing well let me talk you through this might be relatively telling of where I'm at in my uh-huh. life right now. Are we going to stop? start from the top or the bottom and work our way up or down? We're going to start I mean, from the bottom because mm-hmm. I think that's... No, neither of these really speak well of me, to be honest. I'm going to call it now. Bare feet. Bare feet? Oh, absolutely. I, yeah. Of course. Oh, Queensland. Disgusting. Queensland, motherfucker. The moment I... I was wearing uh, closed shoes today because I went for a walk this morning before I went to the bar to start doing <laughs> work. You say that like it's unusual. It is unusual. Uh, <laughs> most days I will be wearing thongs, uh, but I was wearing a, a good, reliable pair of Blundstones, as I am wont to do. Uh, no longer wearing them, completely barefoot. I'm wearing one of three identical pairs of shorts I have that I got mm-hmm. on sale at JJ's that are a sort of uh, very nondescript sort of tan khaki colour with a slight cuff at the bottom. Uh, oh, it's a good that's a good kind of short. Yeah, there's a lot of mobility there, but they also they're not, you know, too short. This is a, a business pant. No, it's a not beach pant. That's maybe more uh, to the point. And uh, I'm wearing formal beach pants. Formal beach pants. <laughs> uh, on the top I'm wearing the last clean shirt I had that wasn't black because hmm. uh, I don't like wearing I'm not I don't I have a lot of black shirts from the brief time that I was in a band uh, and yep. during that time I only wore black jeans and black t-shirts because that's what people in bands do uh, and now I don't really ever wear black uh, I don't I just don't enjoy it I like feeling summery in my colours You've got too much of a lust for life. I mm. do have a lot of lust for life. Uh, the last shirt that I had left is one of my friend's old band shirts from before they changed the name of their band. And then I bought the new shirt after they changed the name and then they stopped the band. So I now have two huh. defunct shirts from the same band. Mm. Uh, and it's a very shitty, very old shirt. And I didn't realize that I was going to be having lunch with George's parents today. Uh, and I kind of wish I'd worn a better one. But I haven't done the washing for a while, so here we are. Huh. Well, there we go. It's a good good synopsis of what you are wearing. Lucy, might I ask you? What are you wearing? I'm embarrassed. This is when I wear my shitty clothes. Yeah, it's shitty clothes time of the night. Uh, I'm wearing some jeans that have got... Uh, you know where jeans start to get holes in them in the crotch area? 
Oh, yeah. oh no! You know, on the sides, like to the point where I wouldn't wear them out of the house, like I, borderline. I might wear them across the road to the shop, but not anywhere else. I busted through a a, a pair of my old faves the other day, right oh. in the old dickhole region. It's heartbreaking when that happens. I hate it. it. Is. Finding know, a pair of jeans that you really love for me is quite rare. Mm. Mm. And you me think too. everything's going fine in your world, and then you feel like a bit of a draft. A gooch draft. Yeah, you feel yeah. that little gooch. I, I don't think I have a gooch, but whatever oh. that area is called, you get a little gooch draft. Yeah, it's hey, a good gooch question. Gooch is just a lot smaller, isn't it? Oh, that's, I hate this. In the, the words short, of Kevin Smith, short. it's the taint area. The bra- Well, because I... The bra- <laughs> taint oh. area, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. So just jeans, huh? Uh, it's a little drafty down there, and I'm wearing a fucking uh, Seahawks hoodie that is far too big for me. Oh, Seahawks. in here, yes. Oh, when did you get into the Seahawks? S- several years ago. I'm into the, the football, Ben. Oh, I had no idea. That Sports. Incredible. Yes. Mm. It's the one sport I enjoy. It's probably the worst one. Oh, I found my uh, I found my Gronkowski jersey the other day when I was unpacking the oh, last couple of boxes from when we moved, which my brother-in-law bought me. Um, which, uh, which, yeah, I, he, he bought me solely because the Packers are my team from playing them in Madden to make <laughs> my brother-in-law mad. <laughs> cool. So oh, he, wow. he is a, he is, oh, did I say Packers? I meant uh, Patriots. He is a, oh. a Packers dude. No, and Patriots like the shit team that everyone fucking hates because everybody they're hates good. Them. Yeah, everybody yes. hates them. Yeah. They, they, fuck them. They're like the storm. Fuck them. Is that, that's all I have to say. I feel like, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm checking with you guys whether they take it or not. If only Theo was here. Do people hate the Storm? Is that, well, is that well, a thing? Well, I mean, they're a very well-funded team. Well, not well-funded. They they all have the same amount of money, <laughs> except when they broke the salary cap by paying people with yachts. Um, oh, cool. But they've, <laughs> they had like a Smooth. lot of really high-profile players and they, I don't know, they've, they've sort of considered one of the like prestige teams and everyone hates them for that reason. Well, I think um, I think my brother-in-law bought me a Robert Gronkowski jersey. Because you're a bloody Gronk. <laughs> love the Gronk. You gotta love the Gronk. Come on. I don't know if that's um, true. And uh, maybe because I I bought him a signed Clay Matthews jersey once. I don't know and who that is. Never, if you've never seen a picture of Clay Matthews, feel free to look it up. Um, he just looks like a an absolute Viking. Absolute Viking of a man, Clay Matthews. Uh, so he was very pleased to get a jersey that Clay Matthews had laid his gigantic ham-sized hands on and signed. Uh, so here we are, folks, all dressed like shit, apparently. <laughs> and here for your listening pleasure, but it's fine. I mean, you I'd just like to make to the distinction that you said that we all look like shit and I'm the only one that's wearing the clothes that I wore when I was outside the house today. <laughs> well, you did specify that you kind of wished you, you didn't. Oh, a little bit. I mean, they're fine. They're so used to me just looking like a fucking piece of shit idiot. Like, <laughs> imagine that you every time you see the person that your daughter's dating, they have like a worse mullet than they did before. <laughs> and they're clearly taking worse care of themselves. Yet, strangely, you just become more beautiful every day. I hope that's true. Thank you. Hmm. I think so. I think so. It's that, it's that lust for life. It shines through. It shines through. Delightful. So what's what's going on in the news, folks? Bit of what drama at the old uh, the old ABC. Oh, there is a bit of drama there, isn't there? Yeah, it's non-stop. It's bloody non-stop. I mean, it's relatively stopped. I feel like it, it was just one thing that happened, and it's well, it's, it's happened. Like, well, just like two I feel things. Like the, well, two things, and now I feel like a third thing is possibly on the horizon. Wait, what's the third thing? Should, Wait, should we, we say what the first what the things? To what the things yeah. Are? Okay, so the first thing is the managing director of the ABC, Michelle Guthrie. Oh, boy. I don't oh, know about So I'm that. saying it. So I'm saying it. All right. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> it's not correct, but I'm saying, Guthrie, come on. We all, we all know yeah. what's going on. Well, I mean, I feel like what you did just then was do the one you thought was true in a silly mm. voice, waited no, to gauge our reaction, and then that was an elaborate subterfuge to find out what the correct clever. one was. Very I, don't put some, I don't put some music on and go, mm, time to enjoy the tunes of Woody Guthrie. <laughs> Woody Guthrie. <laughs> Woody Guthrie. Who's Woody Guthrie? <laughs> Favourite Swedish board game. <laughs> 
Time to put on some Woody Guthrie and play some Scootagooies. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so she she was a managing director and got sacked uh, halfway through her five-year term, which is quite unusual, to the point that people reported about it by putting the, the big word breaking in front of it. Breaking. Michelle Guthrie fired. So, like, it's it's a bit of a funny one because... Like, online boomers were already very weird about her because she had formally helmed a News Corp publication. So, people were like, Rupert Murdoch stooge planted into the ABC to carry out fucking Rupert's agenda. Um, she seemed very surprised by being uh, fired. And they did basically the same thing that they did about like rolling um, that the Liberal Party did about rolling Malcolm Turnbull, which was to say, uh, "Hey, let's let's get rid of this guy because he sucks." And then when people said, "So what happened?" they went, "Hey, he did a great job, and we all love him," uh, which is really kind of an unsatisfactory explanation when it comes to firing the heads of large institutions. Mm. Mm. So, that was all a bit weird. Um, it kind of got to the point where Michelle Guthrie was saying... She was, she was talking about, like, defamation actions and stuff, wasn't she? Yeah, she said she was considering her legal options, hmm. uh, but did not specify what she meant by that. Yeah. Uh, so, then it came out that uh, chairman of the board of the ABC, <laughs> the Australian Broadcasting Corporation... Um, David Miller. We're not talking about name? Carrot Top, folks. Well, no. <laughs> no. Talking about classic prop comic Carrot Top. Freakishly muscled plastic oh, surgery really adult madman Carrot Top. I don't want to shame anyone for the decisions that they've made with their body, but the decisions he's made with his body are wrong. Hmm. But also... Conclusive. No, I have no follow-up to that. <laughs> no follow-up to that. Uh, but Justin Milne is who we're talking about. He is Justin uh, Milne. Thank you. He is chairman of the board, not in the sense that he inherited uh, a, the company of a billionaire and is really into surfing. He is the chairman of the board of the ABC. <laughs> I've just Googled Carrot Top. Are you unfamiliar oh, with the work of Carrot Top? i very unfamiliar, but I'm pleasantly surprised by these images. I will say mm. that. How steroidal does he look? It's incredible. It's, it's a incredible. true before and after kind of vibe, isn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. So, if you are not familiar with the work of Carrot Top, he um, is a prominent, or was a prominent, prop comic. He would come out on a stage with a suitcase and pull out object after object and then make a bad joke about it. He had some really good Which, bits, like pulling out a very large telephone. Huh. And uh-huh. you'd have to hold the earpiece up uh, to his ear, but then move his head down to the mouthpiece because it was too big. <laughs> huh. Oh, my oh, God. That, that, <laughs> oh, that's delightful. <laughs> <laughs> well, we found his target audience. <laughs> you, don't, you don't find as many people who are just like as, as really shitty as, say, a Gallagher, you know? Mm. But there he is. Yeah, he's maybe even more reviled than Dane Cook, but viewed yeah. as more good-natured. Yeah, fair enough. I think. More, more benign than Dane Cook. Yeah, he's a larger tumour, but it is a benign tumour. Hmm. So, um, we've established that the chairman of the ABC is not steroidal <laughs> prop comic Carrot top should we dedicate five to ten more minutes to this <laughs> probably not probably not so justin milne um a bunch of stuff came out about justin milne including uh so so for any international listeners uh the abc is not your abc don't get it twisted it's not the same thing uh it is a publicly funded broadcaster which is supposed to be fiercely independent of the government of the day uh, kind of similar to public servants in the sense that you are supposed to serve the government of the day, but without any kind of, you know, political inclination. So, they're meant to have complete kind of editorial independence, would you say? Yeah, that, I mean, that's the whole point of them is that we have... The, the reason you have a public broadcaster is so that they're not beholden in any fashion to commercial interests and theoretically, although this is obviously the harder one to maintain, to 
government influence and it's it's genuinely good like we uh having that you have them be able to dedicate time to stories that necessarily won't be high revenue in the sense that they're clickable or whatever but a genuine you know whether they're either human interest or actual cutting journalism or whatever it's it's fantastic and it's definitely something that should be protected at all costs uh but apparently they're not doing a great job of it well and one of the biggest examples of that is um like coverage of rural areas yes oh so uh, i mean that this is i don't know how true this is of america but definitely in australia as newsrooms have shrunk uh for all of our major mastheads which is two well not mastheads but uh, media companies right we basically just have Fairfax and News Corp, and then a few independent ones. Uh, the newsrooms have shrunk, shrunk dramatically over the last 10 years, and the first things to go are regional bureaus. Small towns lose them. Entire cities that aren't Sydney or Melbourne will lose them, and then they have to rely on second-hand reporting, uh, which is, you know, most digital re- newsrooms do that now. They're basically all the equivalent of BuzzFeed in that they just aggregate news from other sources uh but the the abc has no profit-based motive towards doing that which is Uh, fantastic which is amazing so and and I, i feel like you can really notice the the difference in the way that like uh you know libertarian think tank the ipa or like members of the right wing government talk about it they always talk about it as like uh state-run media and you know like uh they, they always talk about it in that sense as opposed to what it actually is which is publicly funded yeah you know, objective broadcasting and that's that's borne out in any of the polling where you see that like by huge leaps and bounds every single time the abc is the most trusted media outlet in the entire country um but yeah, if you talk to anybody who is, like, uh, libertarian or right-wing or anything, they make out like it's, you know, a North Korean news agency yeah, kind of thing. And which is, you know, funny because at the moment they have a relatively antagonistic relationship with the government uh, because if you report the news and the news is that the government is doing a series of shit things, that is what the relationship is going to be like. Well, I mean, it's also that this government, you know, uh, has also been extremely vocal about wanting to defund the ABC, wanting to sell the ABC off, like well, they make a whole lot of culture war noise about all that sort of It's kind of shit. tough because they won't straight up say it. You know, they will... They like to dance around the edge. They love to dance around it. So, uh, you know... Uh, I don't know if you can say it's the IPA's position, but a lot of people that came out of the IPA are all saying that we should get rid of it. And I mean, obviously, a lot of people. Oh, they they put out a they put out a thing like in the last twenty four hours about all of this stuff, saying this is why the government needs to rethink state funded media. So, so coming back to Justin Milne, mm-hmm. now a lot of people again the the boomer conspiracy theorists were like ah. Michelle Guthrie, because she had formerly worked for News Corp, is is a plant and all that kind of thing. Um, Justin Milne, it turns out, is close friends with former Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah, didn't he? Wasn't he the CEO of Turnbull's uh, internet venture Aussie Mail at some point? Oh, oh no wow. conflict of interest there. Great stuff. Um, so, so yeah, it, it came to light that Justin Milne was constantly pushing for editorial decisions that would not upset Malcolm Turnbull that would not make the government angry um, he he pushed very hard for Triple J the um, the youth music radio station to not change the date of the hottest 100 countdown from Australia Day um, right. M- Michelle Guthrie defended that decision and said well they're independent and they can do what they want uh, he also tried to force an apology from Tonightly after a skit in which they called, I don't know, some Lib Dem a cunt or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and again, 
Michelle Guthrie defended them and said, well, they have a complaints process, let that run its course. So, you know, even though there, there are, there's a lot of stuff coming out saying that apparently the essence of the, the problem that staff generally had with Michelle Guthrie was that she sort of just didn't really get the culture and didn't cultivate great relationships with uh, people in the government. Uh, it turns out much more that chairman of the board, Justin Milne, not Carrot Top, was <laughs> Thank you. F- frequently attempting to directly intervene in the editorial process to push lines that were more favorable to the government of the day, which is just about as fucking wrong as you can get. And the, the best ABC. thing is that he did it via email. Perfect. Mm. Because what you want is a paper trail at all times. Nice. And nice so this be a paper trail. This came to a head uh, two days after Guthrie was fired. Uh, a an email was linked uh, leaked to Fairfax that was just Justin Milne telling Guthrie they had to get rid of uh, Chief Economics Correspondent of the ABC, Emma Alberici, uh, because the government hates her, they need to protect the ABC, not Emma, and it doesn't. it's not guaranteed that the coalition is going to get out at the next election. Uh, who knows who could, this could have possibly been leaked to? I can't think of a single aggrieved party <laughs> who had been massively hurt by Justin Milne's actions two days before the leak, who had been sent that email directly. Who knows? Who? Yeah, I couldn't even uh, hazard a guess. Whomstamongus has been Whomst. sent an, e- an incriminating email by Justin Milne. Yeah, but yeah, so, so that was uh, funny. So, so that's thing one and two. Thing one, thing two. I believe. Of Dr. Zeus. Uh, hey, there he is. Uh... Now, thing number three that's just on the horizon is the fact that this entire process of sacking Michelle Guthrie for no reason other than people in the government hate her seems to have gone via the board. The chairman of the board put it to the board. He had like a bunch of these emails went by them. And so the question that people are, people are now asking is, were the board not privy to all of this stuff, in which case they have been party to the same, you know, a- attempting to, to kowtow to the government. Well, I, from what I saw has. from the Fairfax report, that, that specific email um, about firing Emma Alberici because of the, I don't know if it's worth going to that, but she did a, a number of articles that were very critical of the government's uh, company tax cuts, company yeah. tax cuts, right? And the government basically forced her. Mitch Fifield and um, Malcolm Turnbull basically forced them to take them down. But the, anyway, the, so that the email about Emma Alberici was sent to uh, Michelle Guthrie, but shared with the entire board. Uh, from mm, that's which what, means that essentially they are all party to it. Yeah. So now there's a whole bunch of talk of sounds like the whole board has to go. Um, I've seen people like digging up the profiles of all the people who are on the ABC board and they're all like ex-members of different things that are like related to the government and all that sort of shit. So um, like as in ex-members of right-wing think tanks think tanks and shit like that. Oh, so, there was... Be fuck, I wish I could think of this specific example out. of this, uh, but I didn't do any prior research. But... Um, specifically, one of the articles was about the one of Emma Alberici's articles was about the fact that Qantas hadn't paid any company tax, and I think someone on the board was a, oh. a high-ranking Qantas executive of some kind. Probably a board member because you can be a highly paid board member of like forty fucking companies and go to one or two uh, meetings a year. I mean, I might have the the specific company wrong, but there was definitely a relation along those lines that would suggest some sort of conflict of interest. Hmm. Now, you know, a lot of people who are critical of the ABC, they're really concerned about, you know, what what taxpayer money is getting spent on. They're really concerned about what these uh, public servants are doing. That's drugs. That's weed. It's marijuana. ABC's full of lefties. Full of filthy lefties. Mm-hmm. Now, like, 
you know, some people are concerned about what kind of news their money's getting spent on. What I'm concerned about is productivity. I care about what public servants are doing with their time. And that brings us to another story. A story which we are very pleased to bring you. Hey, it's from a little site called ABC News. Wonder who hmm. paid for that? Oh. Your tax dollars. You know what? Before all of this happened, so uh-huh. we we did an article for Pedestrian that was basically just you really have to fucking read this article for the ABC, where I started with like a paragraph long spiel about how important it is having non-commercial driven journalism, so that we could have stories about <laughs> just this. like just this. exactly this. Please allow us to bring you this story from the ABC. <clears throat> It is not what taxpayers expect government workers to do in their office. But one Canberra public servant was fired last year. <laughs> yes. For I looking just remember up what this is. <laughs> for looking up hundreds of pornographic images over several months, often for hours on end. That's what I'm talking about. Oh this boy. knows how to work. There are so many individual sentences in this mm. story that are far better than anyone could do on purpose for comedy. I mean, obviously the person writing it was very coy about what they were writing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, just the circumstances. Every line is so good. Oh. Folks, get ready. Get ready to hear what people are doing on your dime. The case was one of several computer misuse investigations revealed in documents obtained under freedom of information laws. While employed in the Community Services Directorate, the man viewed more than 200 pornographic images and accessed four adult websites in 2016 and 2017 before losing his job, the documents show. (laughs) Most photos were of naked or nearly naked women, which the man later admitted to looking at, quote, mainly for sexual purposes, (laughs) but added, quote, probably one-tenth of it was for his hobby as a self-taught pencil sketcher. Oh, <laughs> now, I think that's maybe... Why, my, would, why would you not flip that ratio? Yeah, so that's if the you, thing, right? That this is why... interviewed... It's oh. so pure and honest because he oh. is not offering it up as an excuse. No one offers up 10% of it was for this other benign thing to absolve themselves of the other 90%, right? This is a no man one says who genuinely... 90% was for my penis and 10% was for my art hobby. Yeah, he, he was a man who just genuinely wanted to offer up, oh, also, maybe about a tenth for this is because I do pencil sketches. He wasn't being like, oh, you know, it wasn't that bad because of this. He just wanted to share that. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah, that is beautiful. It's honest. It's very like it. honest. I'll say from my own perspective, any time that I am in any kind of situation where it is abundantly clear to me that I have been caught red-handed in the behavior that I'm being asked about. Mm-hmm. This is this is the conversation I have. I say, let me break it down for you. Let's let's go through it. <laughs> any time that I've ever this is why this is why I've never copped like a speeding fine. You know, any time that I've ever like been pulled over for speeding and the cop has said, "Hey, do you know why I pulled you over?" and I say, "Because I was speeding." And then they say, "Why were you speeding?" and I say, "I do not have a good reason for speeding. I understand." that I'm not supposed to be doing it. Uh, then they go, oh, well, thanks for being honest. Get out of here. Get out of here, scam. 90% like, was for sexual reasons. Yeah, 90%. <laughs> like, I'm, I, I am actually convinced that, um, that, like, any cop who pulls people over for speeding or, like, works on a speed trap or whatever must just have 98% of the people that they interact with every time just go oh well it's not my fault because i was late for work or i had to get to this thing or whatever and like it must just be so refreshing to have someone go ah if you see it was my fault because i put my foot down until i was going faster than the speed limit which i recognize and understand if you do a crime and the police arrest you you can just be like you know what i fucked up i did a murder you know who amongst us you know yeah and then they go well at least you're being honest at least you're being honest so, it continues. Uh, probably one-tenth of it for my hobby. Like, there's no reason to throw that in other than to let them know you like to sketch. You like to do sketching. <clears throat> As a self-taught pencil sketcher. When the man's bosses suspected the misconduct, they hired investigators 
who looked up the computer's internet history and even physically photographed him through his office window from outside the building. The first attempt failed due to closed blinds. <laughs> oh, <it's laughs> Which is so some extreme that's some extremely burn after reading shit, isn't it? Oh, which is uh, uh, there's another snippet later in the article uh, that kind of backs up that image. It's just at one point, investigators tried to obtain a forensic copy of the hard drivers, but the computer was offline or asleep. <laughs> <laughs> the man's level and position were redacted in the documents, but it appears he had his own office, which means you're talking like at least an EL2, right? I'm going to say. Uh, for any international listeners or people who are not in the people public service. People who live outside of Canberra. People who live outside of the public service. You could be in the public service, not in Canberra. Um, so, you have your APS ranks. APS 1 to 6 of various bands. Uh, above the APS 6, you have your EL 1 and 2. So, APS, Australian Public Servant. An EL 1 or an EL 2 is Executive Level 1, Executive Level 2. Then you have your SES ranks above that, which are something executive. Something. Point being, EL ELs have they make some money, they make some decent money. Well, it's once it's it's once you're at the the EL level, the executive level, um, that you are managing people. But mm. I think mostly, like EL one people and EL like a lot of EL two people don't even have offices. I'm going to assume this person was, like, up at the upper upper management level. If they had their own fucking office. Oh, sure. This guy has staff. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. <clears throat> he had, it appears he had his own office. He said in an investigation interview that no one could see what he was viewing. Well, wow. <laughs> it's fine, then. It's fine. It's it fine. Much, you yeah. know. When shown the images in the interview, the man said he could not recall if they were the exact photos he accessed, but conceded they were, quote, absolutely the type I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) You're so honest. I love it. (laughs) Absolutely love it. Uh, He says, I would have purposely searched for female anatomy, nude models, or something like that, he said. It's the most fucking... Basic. Oh, that's weird. It's the most basic boomer typing sex into Google. Yeah, shit. sex lady, sex if picture. Even, if you're not even looking for like specific models or, or like sub niches of pornography, why are you looking at images? Goddamn, well, because he's trying it, to get around the filter. Yes, right. So yes. you can look up female anatomy on the filter. I see. Uh, he continues, it's just like watching, uh, reading a Playboy or Zoo magazine. I'm mainly looking for stuff you'd see in Penthouse, you know, he said. <laughs> now, Similarly something I wouldn't do in the office, but we are, okay. We are wheeling back around. We are wheeling back around to a former episode of the podcast in which we explained that Penthouse is the one where they show you the pussy hole. Oh, I really oh, wish okay. you wouldn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, would you prefer the gash? No, I wouldn't prefer... I'd prefer prefer we had no podcast. (laughs) Uh, Penthouse is the one where they give you a dead-on view of the moot. Oh, my fucking God. It's not really dead-on. It's not like... It's not like right in there. Well, some of them are. Uh, But, like, it's it's absolutely... Like, the lady spreads it open and all that kind of shit. What the hell is wrong with you? I'm just saying... I'm just saying that's the distinction between Playboy and Penthouse. Thanks to everyone that's listened to the podcast up until now. We had a really good run (laughs) and uh, it was a great ride. I enjoyed you guys being here and I'm sorry about the contact of the other hosts. Sorry about the pussy hole. We've been over it before. Sorry about the pussy hole. We've been over it before. Playboy is um, mostly tastefully airbrushed. Um, They never give you a look right in there. Penthouse, He's saying he was looking at the pussy hole then. I'm saying, well, if he's saying, look, I'm giving you a direct quote from the man himself. Mm. I'm mainly looking for stuff. (laughs) The big fella himself. Man upstairs. I'm, I'm mainly looking for stuff you'd see in Penthouse. And we've established it's canon on this show. Penthouse gives you the holes. I would argue that he doesn't have uh, a completely comprehensive familiarity with Penthouse. Just based on what he said in this article, I don't think he was looking for... (laughs) Just saying. Well, hold on. He (laughs) He clarifies here. 
Because uh, it's certainly not, you know, hardcore porn. I don't particularly like hardcore porn. <laughs> That's how I explained it to my wife. <laughs> That's how he explained getting fucking fired from his job for spending thousands of hours Googling naked lady. It's just so much. It's so long to be looking at that. Like, oh why? <laughs> All right, so here's his method. Ready? We're going to break oh, down his method. Oh, this is the best. <laughs> the documents show the employee explained how he repeatedly and easily avoided website filters. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Did we mention that? That the documents we're talking about is that it was a freedom of information request that got these documents. Beautiful. <laughs> he said he would type terms and subjects into search engines to which he would sometimes receive a prohibited message but would, quote, just do another search. So good. That'll do it. (laughs) When the images appeared, he would simply view the list of images rather than clicking into them. So, basically, he's just doing a Google Images search for, like, lady with titties and then just scrolling through and he's not actually going to the sites. Other times, he would be granted access to the photos because they were on sporting websites. He said he often looked up, quote, sexy incidents at the Olympics. (laughs) Sorry, what? <laughs> Pardon? That's my favourite part of the Olympics, guys. All the sexy incidents. That I... is by far my favourite combination <laughs> of four, five words that I have ever seen in my life. Sexy, sexy incidents, incidents at the Olympics. At the Olympics. Perfect. I'm Googling. Uh, the top result is what actually happens at the Olympic Village. Mostly it's just about sex. how everybody fucks. Yeah, they fuck yeah. like crazy. Right. So, that's what it is. I was like, what kind of sex? Oh, okay. If you look at images, it's like uh, gymnasts bent over in, in sort of oh. sexy positions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a sexy incident. Oh, boy. This is incredible. So... The man said he would often spend... So, again, we've got brutal honesty from this dude. The man said he would often spend, quote, a couple of hours, end quote, scrolling through photos and the occasional movie when he was bored after finishing his work or when the work was, quote, not particularly interesting. (laughs) I respect that. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, He said he was, quote, only half aware of ACT government computer use policies. I feel like when that asked, one's self-evident. <laughs> this is, this is the, maybe this is the best quote, actually. When asked whether any of the prohibited messages deterred his behavior, he said, quote, No, nah, it didn't. I have to be honest there. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Get maybe this guy a on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you are the guy who got fired for looking at too many titty pictures... Please get in touch. Uh, Quote, maybe a couple of times I'd think, I'm sick of this, I'll move on to something else or listen to a bit of music or something. But more often than not, it didn't stop me. (laughs) Just fucking hours. I can, uh, look, I feel it. I feel this dude's methodical approach to pornography because I'm a freak too. So I get it. I get it. Sure. Sure. You've never been shy about bringing that up on the podcast. Nope. Why would I start now? It's just so long is my issue. That's that's so often to be looking at porn. What's he going to do? The work he's getting paid 100 grand a year for? Okay. You're right. You you knock. You fucking knock. (laughs) I am all for not doing the work that you're paid to do while you're on company time. I I am 100% supportive of that in Mm, nearly every circumstance. Uh, but, like, just don't be a fucking weirdo. Like, that's my- <laughs> He was in an office with a closed door. It's fucking His weird. His blinds were shut. You know what? Just don't. No yeah, porn fair. at work. Just fucking wait until you're in your own goddamn home. But don't you have a phone? Like, use your smartphone. That's got porn on there. No, don't do it at all. Well, maybe, no, maybe, what are you doing? Maybe he, had, maybe he had bad reception in his building. This is fucked. No, it doesn't matter if he's got a phone or not. I don't care if you've like pulled out a magazine that you brought from home. <laughs> whipped out your penthouse. Right, so, in, okay, here's a it question. Was in Canberra. Maybe it was one of those like brutalist concrete bunkers and he was getting like one bar, <laughs> one bar of like 2G. Was he jerking it? I'm assuming it not. Sound like it. It doesn't then sound like it. What are you like fucking it. doing? That's a that's, pointless exercise. That's what I mean. Why is it so long? What are you like? What are you getting is out he edgy? of this? 
Maybe he's mentally edging. Is he just like going home, just the horniest fucking man alive? Maybe. Maybe it's keeping their marriage alive, you know? Hmm. Just this pent-up horniness. Mm. Okay, now, this next part. Keep <laughs> this in mind. Okay. Investigators hit roadblocks while trying to determine how much adult content was actually viewed as the log-only detected attempted access. Some sites used encrypted searches. At one point, investigators tried to obtain a forensic copy of the hard drive, but the computer was, quote, offline or asleep. Those challenges concerned the director of UNSW Canberra Cyber, Nigel, <laughs> who previously worked in cybersecurity for the AFP. Is his name Cyber Nigel? Cyber Nigel. Is his name Cyber Nigel? Is that really what I just heard? No, he's the, the, the director of Canberra Cyber, Nigel Fair. Oh, Cyber right. Nigel. So, Cyber now we get into all this shit about, about them talking about their dog shit security systems. So, I wanted to segue into the revelation that at one point in the far distant past, this was my job. I was... Jerking it at work. Yeah, jerking I was jerking off, off at work. No, I jerk off at all my workplaces. Oh, God the- damn it. <laughs> hey, calm down. Um, no, I for for a period um, when, I, when I first started work in Canberra, I worked at a public service department as like a web designer, web miscellaneous web shit person. <laughs> sure. And... So, due to some kind of staffing issue, they were like gonna gonna recruit me for a permanent role at a higher rank, but that role wasn't being created for several months or whatever. So they like planted me in this role of internet monitor for several months in between. Now, while this is some incredibly Cohen Brothers shit, my job used to be sitting in one of these fucking brutalist concrete bunker buildings in the ACT, monitoring the internet use of other people in a government department, Wow! seated next to my colleague, a large man who was a narcoleptic. Wow. Hey, speaking of narcoleptics, you were a fucking narc. What a fucking narc. You were a fucking narc. Okay, so he was the best part about it, right? So, so what this entailed, what this entailed, it sounds like these people have a very similar system to the one that this department had like fucking 12 years ago or whatever, um, a very long time ago, which was basically that it had a, a filter set up to say, here's all the prohibited things that you cannot access or search for. If you try to go to them, it will throw up a thing saying, this is prohibited, Right. But the complication, and this is clearly what happened with this guy that they're talking about, is if you hit one of those things that says you can't look at this thing, you technically haven't accessed the material. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so it logs the attempt, but you never actually got to it. So you can't say to the person, you looked at a nudie picture at work, if the only thing that you have actually registered is... They failed to look. To get, yeah, you never actually got to it. Now, I should say, it's incredibly funny to me that, like, my job for a while was to basically just look through and catalog all of the pictures of dudes sucking each other's dicks that, like, one guy <laughs> just kept looking at. And this was, like, the third or fourth time that he'd been spoken to about looking at dudes sucking each other's this dicks at work. This is the least ally thing I've ever heard in my entire life. What? Oh, Just knocking let him on look somebody. at the dick sucking. Yeah, look, that's, that's fine. I would, like, anyone that was looking up heteroport at work, I would immediately knock on. Uh, but if <laughs> no, I I'm, saw it was a, a homosexual comrade, oh. You'd be like, let that shit slide. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the problem, right? So, number one, that was the only person who actually came up as looking at porno in the time that I was doing the role. Right, yeah. and it was very clearly communicated to me. Yes, this guy will not stop doing this, no matter how many times we ask. <laughs> hey, man, come on! <laughs> I can't I respect that. But being the narc at the time, back in fucking two thousand and nine or ten or something like that, um, 
meant that because I was the person who generated the reports of how long, like, staff were spending looking at non-work-related things, I could also do things like add filters to remove my own ID from the thing because... (laughs) So you would knock on others, but get yourself off the hook. Absolutely. Fucking believable. Because I would inevitably be in the list of people who had spent 30 hours that week looking at non-work related things on the internet. <laughs> so I could just I could just filter it out and then do my report. This piece of shit. You that's motherfucker. Right. This cop motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Absolute bastard. All I smell while, bacon, Andrew. Yeah. All while working next to my um, narcoleptic colleague who would fall asleep mid-sentence, uh, which was a, a fun thing to hang out with. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Incredible. It's always interesting. Um, which I guess I, I feel like narcolepsy is kind of one of... Uh, it's in the sort of Tourette's range of things where it's more something that people... Like, it absolutely exists... But generally, people's experience of it is like a, a more of a stereotype-driven sure. thing from yeah. media, mm. you know? Um, but yeah, let me just say, very cool. Very cool to hang out and chat with a guy who would literally be halfway through a sentence and then stop talking and you'd turn over and look at him and just be like head lolled back snoring. Wow. <laughs> what a fun... What a fun illness. That is fun. Or whatever it is. Disorder? I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know. I is don't disorder know an unwoke can... term? No, I think things can be disordered. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I only did that job for a little while. But, uh, but you know, it's funny. Funny, funny, weird thing to have done. And it's good to know that apparently there are plenty of... Uh, public service departments and councils in Canberra that have not upgraded these systems in any way for at least a decade. Yeah. Uh, so, just so you know, folks, you can look for the porno and if, if you get some kind of block screen, you technically didn't look at it, you're fine. You're fine. Exactly. Wow. Respect that guy, though. This yeah, guy also, to do don't fucking, fucking look at porn at work, you fucking creeps. Who's the there's, cop now? There's really just no need for it. Like, just, just don't fucking look at porn before you leave for work, home. and then do it when you get home. Just have nine fucking hours where you're not jerking your hog to BBW ASMR fucking <laughs> slap porn. Very specific. Very well, here's, specific. Here's, here's my rebuttal to that, Ben. Oh no. no. No, I refuse to have nine porno-free hours in my life. <laughs> you know when I have nine porno-free hours? When I'm asleep. Good grief. <laughs> right. I know for a fact that you do not sleep for nine Simply hours. Simply untrue. No, that's true. That's true. You sleep for like seven hours. Six. Oh, Imagining seven hours of unbroken sleep. Oh, my God. Yeah, I realized I said the recommended time for a human being adult to sleep instead of a small number... Because I have so much spare time and I sleep a lot. Prick. Motherfucker. <sighs> hey, folks. Uh, friend of the show, Nelly Yoa. Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I wonder, I wonder, I'm just going to really quickly, while we're talking, you guys do a bit of banter to cover up the fact that I'm Googling a thing. You can't just spontaneously do banter. I mean, we could talk about what a freak Andrew is. Yeah. He's one of the... You can't... You can't jerk it at work. I'm really stuck on this point. It's He was defending it a lot. He He was was really defending it. Oh, I'll defend it. You're the weird guy fucking doing heavy breathing in one of the cubicles. I... I... Look. Unfucking believable Number one. Let me just say... It's so uncool to fucking jerk off with someone in a cubicle next to you. What the fuck? I've absolutely had that it happen. It happens. Oh, oh yeah, when when you like when you're just there and like you can hear the unmistakable sounds of somebody jacking what? their dick in the next cubicle, right? They make noises. Well, you, you like your breathing gets weird. 
there's the breathing and there's also the rhythmic jacking of the dick sound, right? Did <laughs> I just do that in public? Well, people like absolutely cubicles. fucking do it. Not 100% public, but people do it. People do do it. Oh, my goodness. People do it, but... They'll do it while you are literally in the fucking cubicle next to them. And I start doing shit like just going, (coughs) (coughs) (laughs) like stomping my fucking foot just to make really sure they know I'm there. And there's like no break in the action. Wild shit. Wild shit. Let me just say. Men are wild. Men are crazy. (laughs) if, If I were to hypothetically masturbate in the workplace. I'm at least going to have the fucking respect to wait until no one's in the room to do it. Jesus oh, Christ. No one believed that that was a hypothetical. Not a single person. <laughs> nobody. Yeah, but I said hypothetical. Nobody. I don't know if you noticed. <laughs> Did you notice the part where I said hypothetical? We heard it. Mm-hmm. We heard it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, folks, friend of the show, Nelly Yoa. If you would like to know about our relationship with one Nelly Yoa, we recommend it's long that you, and it's uh, complicated. We recommend that you roll it back to episode 29, Apex Gang, Hunter Valley Subdivision, featuring Matt V. Brady. And also, episode 45, Dark Latham, also featuring mm. Matt V. Brady. Um, I'm just getting text messages from my wife, who is in another room. Is she yelling at you for jacking off in the work bathrooms? Uh, I've just got a message that uh, has an inverted commas, hypothetically jacking it in the workplace, (laughs) hey? And then another message, which has a single word yelled in all capitals, hypothetically. (laughs) (laughs) She she knows what's up. She got you. Didn't you guys see that report that, that basically recommended the people jack off at work to relieve stress? No, because you made it up just then. I did you not. You just made that up. You just pulled that out your ass. I did not. You've got to keep the pipes clean, baby. I'll link it up in the episode description. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, you can go back and check out those two the episodes. pipes clean. <laughs> yeah. That's right. You heard me. Fucking hell. All right. I'm sorry. Go on. Just fucking get it over with. Proceed. <laughs> uh, so... Uh, friend of the show, Nelly Yoa, he does follow the podcast on Twitter. He replies to us when we talk about him. Big uh, fan. Because he's, he's uh, a big freak for attention. He's a great mm. big freak for attention. I am actually just checking now to see if I got an email, an angry oh, email about the from article. him. Yeah. Uh, because he's, he's done it in the past. Uh, oh, fucking George has logged me out of all of my work Gmail accounts. No, I'm not checking. But he hadn't done one as of yesterday, and I wrote the the article on Tuesday, I believe. Uh, but yeah, uh, so maybe he's calmed down in his old age. Uh, Mark Sargent, psychology lecturer at Nottingham Trent University, (laughs) said that a masturbation break would be very effective at work and a great way to relieve tension and stress. This was echoed by psychologist and life coach Dr. Cliff Arnold. He suggested that a masturbation policy might result in more focus, less aggression, and higher enough. productivity. No, that no. is smiling. Stop. That's that is enough. someone's enough fucking now. kink, and that is horrible. <laughs> if you fucking jerk off at work, you are a massive sex prevert, and you need to fucking stop. Well, I've never denied either of those things. Masturbation policy. <laughs> Good hey, grief. hey, what are you doing? Oh, it looks like you're filling out your fucking timesheets, but it looks like you haven't jerked off yet today. <laughs> off you go. That's right. <laughs> off you go. Go fucking rub one out, Glenda. <laughs> oh, no. Got an article here from Glamour UK. Why women are masturbating at work? Because they're fucking sex creeps. What the fuck? And from I cannot January, stress this enough. From January 2017, uh, MEL magazine, I'm living proof that women masturbate at work too. I'm Written so by one. Upset. L She's Valentine? living proof that women are also sex creeps. <laughs> You'll know that women are sex creeps. Come on. <sighs> Just be a sex creep on your own time. Mm. You can be a sex creep anywhere but work. Do literally anything you want at work. Steal from the till. Steal supplies. Fucking don't do anything if you want. Just don't fucking jerk Just it at work. work. No work it. jerk. Mm. Uh, fucking spend all day <clears throat> watching YouTube videos. Anything else. Here's the uh, 
here's the lead from that story. Midday jilling off is a great way to give oh. the finger to the oh. man. Yuck. In light Yuck. of the news that something like 40% of people are beating off on the clock. Oh. What the fuck? Yeah. Here you go, folks. If you're listening to this right now mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, Ben's going a bit, bit hard like on this. Ben's onto me. Ben's onto me. I mean, I do the occasional jerk off at work. It's fine. It's absolutely normal. It's a, yeah. a normal, healthy expression. As long as nobody else knows about it, I'm not interfering with anyone else. That's a, a nice, self-contained, pleasant experience. I'm expressing my own bodily autonomy. Fuck off. You are a massive creep and you need to stop <laughs> immediately. Don't fucking sexually touch any part of your fucking body while you're in your work premises. Don't fucking do it in your car, in the work car park. None of that. Fucking oh, wait until you're gonna you get act home. like you've never jacked off in a car now. What Jesus the fuck? Christ. No. A car might be fine as long as you're just what? out of the office. What is wrong with you people? <laughs> oh act- my god, the car is worse. The car has transparent windows. Yeah, but oh, it's man, night some of you. If it's what are you time. at night? What is. Oh. Jeez. D- jerk it in your own home. Are we going to act like we've never jerked off on a boat before? I mean, that's different. I lived on a boat. <laughs> it's completely different. I didn't have any choice. Lawless. Law of the seas, you know? International, International waters. waters. <laughs> International waters. Oh, my God. Now, I want to turn this around on you for a second, Ben, and just say, don't you work from home? Yeah. <laughs> well, Mr. Fucking High and Mighty well, over here telling well, everybody where well. they can and can't jerk off. He also doesn't have to spend fucking nine hours in an office. Unable to lay hands on himself for like five years. Oh, five years, you fucking I do. Rookie. I feel like I, I feel like nine hours is not that long to wait. You know, if you can't wait, yeah, but until you, you like get long home, distance relationships, Lucy. You have a disorder <laughs> for which the only cure is electroshock therapy. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm gonna fucking wire a car battery to your temples until you stop jerking off at work. <laughs> It'll stop probably make me jerk work. off more, Ben. Come yeah, on. Yeah, if anything, twelve volts is. Probably not enough. Oh, uh, my goodness. Friend of the show, Nelly Yoa. <laughs> has been caught jerking it at work. <clears throat> he appeared. I find it hard to believe he's got a job. Um, uh, oh, so, he's a brand ambassador for American Express. Sure he is. Um, so, so yeah, go back and listen to those other episodes if you would like to catch up on um, what the deal is with Nelly Yoa, strange serial liar and attention seeker. Um, the friend of the show, Rudy Etzel, posted a photo of Nelly Yoa on the red carpet at the Brownlow Medals, which is the uh, the Australian Football League's Night of Nights. It's awards ceremony. It's where all the wags come out and flash a bit of leg in their fancy dresses. So he was there and everybody was like, why is he here? Who invited this guy? Yeah. Um, Nelly himself... Uh, stole Rudy's photo, reposting it on Twitter, saying, Still pinching myself. I got invited and Angus Brayshaw didn't. Whoever that is. I'm going to assume right. he's like a journalist or something. Uh, no, he's from a, a player for Melbourne FC. Apologies to the rest of the media pack. I wasn't in the mood to answer further questions. Uh, Did he Because break again, him? this is a photo of him like talking to one... Journal, uh, empty red carpet. He's talking to one journalist across the uh, the the barrier, while another journalist stands there looking at his phone. Uh, <laughs> sorry to the pack. Uh, this was followed up by a story in the Herald Sun, uh, saying that the AFL suffered an embarrassing security breach at last night's Brownlow medals <laughs> after serial fame seeker Nelly Yoa snuck into the prestigious event. That's incredible. Yoa, a self-proclaimed, quote, ex-footballer and, quote, brand ambassador, with some scare quotes that are doing a lot of heavy lifting there, has gained publicity after making claims about his soccer ability and his involvement in community work, dressed in a tuxedo, and walked the red carpet, stopping to chat to reporters who recognized him. He entered the Crown Palladium and shot video of the event, which he has since posted on social media. It's understood he told an attendant who was checking off invitees that he was a guest of Majak Dor, who is uh, an AFL player, I believe. Sure. And he snuck off before he could be verified. Dor was not invited to the event. 
And once mm. event organizers realized, they went in search of Yoa. It's understood that he hid in a toilet before he was found by security. It's believed he has now been banned from the Crown Casino. Oh, That's incredible. I respect that. God damn. It's a good hustle. Very good. Um, and of course, this the sentence at the end here is pretty much the epitome of uh, Nelly Yoa's deal. Yoa told the Herald Sun that he had been invited to the event and had an email detailing as such. Yoa has refused to supply the Herald Sun with the email. <laughs> Love it. Love oh, it. He's amazing. Great stuff. And that's, uh, that's your hour, folks. That's your hour of learning about what we're wearing, where we're jacking off. Not at work, know. personally. Yeah, right. I can wait till I get home like a normal person, but that's just me. Good on you. Good on you. <laughs> ben works at home, so he can just sneak off for a quick one. That's fine for him. Yeah. yeah but I, I'm a professional. I don't. Never mm. jack off, huh? Mm. Just edging at work all day. <laughs> <laughs> you people are disgusting. You filth wizards. That's right, folks. If you would like more of this uh, filthy show put on by disgusting animals... You can head on over to patreon.com forward slash Vista, sign up for five bucks a month and get yourself uh, an extra episode every week. And hey, if you want to sign up just to support the show, uh, keep it ad free because ad reads are fucking bogus. I think oh, we, can all agree we should on put that. ads in here and people have to pay to get rid of the ads. That's genius. I'd really rather not. I'd really I think rather. I would rather do that. I, I like that. <laughs> I was listening to a uh, sports podcast, uh, which has moved from, from like networks recently. And it's like fucking four hours long. But, um, but it's moved from, from the thing that it used to be hosted on to something new. And all of a sudden they're doing ad reads like every 20 minutes or whatever. And it fucking sucks so bad. Stamps.com. Hey, hey are you sick of stamps? going to the post office? Ugh. <laughs> hey, do you want a terrible. mattress that comes in a fucking box? Terrible stuff, folks. Um, you know so who else comes in a box? People Andrew. that jerk off in cubicles at work. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, uh, so, yeah, if you would like to support the show, not have to listen to any of that kind of bullshit, feel free to head on over to... <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Punta Vista. We're getting uh, incredibly close to those Waluigi tattoos. Mm, that's true. That's true. Once we hit the $3,000 a month mark, uh, the cast members are going to use that money to get a photo of notorious Nintendo pervert <laughs> Waluigi. And you may choose the style of Waluigi. Mm. Uh, for Lucy, yes. Lucy has said that she's, she's, Me going, personally. To, she's going to let listeners... Really? We'll have a vote. Huh. Have a bit of a vote. I want one of the options to be Waluigi in an Austin Powers suit. I agree. Yeah. Like a velvet with like Yeah, yeah, with ruffles. the ruffles. Mm. The front. Yeah, mm-hmm. And there's going to be a speech bubble where it says, do I make you wah? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, boy. So, yes. you know, if you want to Waluigi horny, baby. If you want to contribute to that. Get on over there. Um, we also have merchandise available at buntavista.com forward slash merchandise if that's the kind of thing that floats your boat. Also, feel free to get on over to the iTunes store. Give us a five-star rating and tell us exactly how horny the show made you. On a scale of zero to ten, zero mm-hmm. being pretty horny, ten being what? really what? horny. Ten oh. being jacking off at work. Ten you is jacking have- off at work. Zero is thinking about jacking off at work. Tell us where you... Tell single us you thing you guys have said tonight have led me to believe that you're both sex criminals. I don't jack off at work. I don't jack off at work. You were surprisingly uh-huh. sympathetic to some of the points being made. <laughs> I said the car's acceptable. The car, th- you no, know? the car is more fucked to my mind. Yep. And folks, of course, if you do jack off at work, please drop the show a line. No! Illy at buntavista.com. Just let us know. Just reach out and let us know. Jack off for work. I won't read out your name on the show if you don't want. And if you uh, do want us to, you're a real fucking sex pervert. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's, that's true. If you demand pervert. that I read out your name and tell everybody that you jack off for work. And then have all four of us 
try and humiliate you. you for it yeah. while you've got like whipping yourself with a belt. That's it. <laughs> I demand that you tell me how dirty I am for doing it. Tell me I'm a creep. That's you, you <laughs> fucking weirdo. That's right. Yeah, please subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> Illy at buntavista.com, right in with your filthy fantasies. No. Oh, and that's no. simply no. <laughs> no, sorry. Okay, please. Illy at buntavista.com, I L L Y, to tell me just solely if you do or do not jack off at work. If you have sex fantasies, please write to Ben at buntavista.com. <sighs> that will go to Ben's personal email. Mm. Thank please, you for not picking me. Please Appreciate make sure to it. do so. So, until next week, or if you sign up for the old Patreon, midweek, when you get a whole bonus episode. Uh, we will see you on one of those two days or different days. Oh, my if fucking you download God. The podcast and then listen to it later. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This is the end of the podcast. Bye. <laughs> it's the end of the podcast forever. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Liz. Ciao. Aloha. Bye. Fucking creeps. Look, come on. Come on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> awful. Gotta keep the pipes clean. You don't gotta keep the pipes clean. That is. Ugh.